If you ask the wrong question, you always get the wrong answer. It's not why Jamaican real estate is getting so expensive. It's why Jamaican real estate is just getting so expensive. That it should have been that long time ago. Dude, this is Jamaica. This is the home of reggae. This is the home of Usain Bolt. This is the home of Pop Marley and Jerk Chicken. Seven Mile of White Sand Beach and Pretty Girls and... Essentially, what gives real estate value is the perceived value for an era. The only reason why an apartment in Manhattan is for $20 million. The perceived value is no diamond in it. It's Manhattan. So Jamaica and real estate, I think the market is really opening. So I think all of that development that is coming in Portuguese is coming to Negril. I think it's going to be even nicer because Negril is one of the most beautiful places in Jamaica. Hello, Thrappers, and if this is your first time visiting, a special welcome to you. This is a clip from my annual investment conference, Thrapp X 2022, where we happen to have Noel Phillips, real estate extraordinaire. And I just don't happen to be in Kingston, and I figured that we could do the intro for this video together. And Noel, of course, talked about all things real estate in Jamaica. And over to you, Noel, give us a little background on what we talked about. Yeah, so um, the Tropex conference was just out of this world. It was amazing, the first of its kind, and I think it's going to segue into a lot greater things. So this video clip is really about the safety of investing in real estate and specifically about the safety of investing in Jamaican real estate and the fact that our real estate market has been doing an extraordinary for the last half century. So, I mean, happenings even more recently in the country has proven again the safety of investing in real estate. So, yeah, that's what it's really about. Tune in and um, enjoy. Yeah, please enjoy. And of course, if you have any further questions beyond this video about investing in real estate in Jamaica, Noel is the expert and his contact information can be found in the description below. Hi again, everyone. And I trust the conference has been exciting for everybody. It's been really exciting for me. I really have been learning a lot and meeting some really interesting and fun people with whom I'm hoping to make long-lasting relationships. Today, I'll be doing a short presentation on just getting a little bit more in-depth about real estate. And I would like to kind of head the presentation, why real estate and why now? No, the Catholic Church is approximately 2,000 years old. It's probably one of the longest-running organizations in the world, in the history of the world. But most people don't know that the Catholic Church is one of the richest organizations in the world. Anybody know why? I'm real estate. And the Catholic Church has owned most of their real estate over a thousand years, some as long as 2,000 years almost. Um, I don't know how many per Anybody here invest in crypto? Okay, good. So every, those, who do, those who do saw what happened just recently with Binance, right? And we saw those of us who had a little money in it had our breath stopped for a few days and still holding out. And that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I also have most of my investment in real estate. Now, real estate is... Some of the benefits are, so I want to jump on another quick point, which is, does anybody know what BRICS is? BRICS. 
So BRICS is a league of emerging economies, and it stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, I think it is. Now, traditionally, most of the world's investment is in the greenback. Most of everybody, no matter where you are, once you become wealthy, your investment is in U.S. dollars. And the people from Russia, from South Africa, from everywhere buy U.S. dollar to save in U.S. dollar. Because traditionally, it has, it's, it, so the U.S. dollar is the world reserve currency. And essentially, that's what persons turn to where they want to preserve wealth for the most part. But there is kind of emerging what seems to be a currency war that is about to loom in the world. And for the first time, we might be witnessing a changing of the guards. Now, this, this is the first time we, our generation, have had to deal with anything like that or thinking about anything like that. But it has happened quite a few times in the history of the world. World power changes and the world gets reshuffled, right? Some of the benefits of owning real estate is that real estate transcends those problems. Because real estate is one of the best storer of wealth or money or investment, period. Persons who store their wealth in real estate have preserved. So for, for one other thing that I learned recently, most irrespective of where people make wealth, most times they store it in real estate. Smart companies, smart people store their wealth in real estate. And, and for, for good reasons. As I said, one of the main reasons is that real estate is one of the best stores of, of wealth, of money. If you buy a building, you buy land, you buy an apartment for however long, 90% of the time, that property is going to store the value and even increase the value that you place in it. So one of, the, one of the first reasons why you should buy real estate is that it stores your wealth. Now, one of the big things that the world is dealing with now, especially coming out of the pandemic, is inflation. And we all know what inflation does. It eats away at the value of your money. So your $10 million, $5 million, $100 million that was in the bank pre-pandemic does not have the same value. And that's why... That's one of the reasons even in Jamaica now, where you see the government is trying to push up interest rates, is because of the inflation and because of the spiraling effects of inflation. So real estate stores value. The second is, there is what is called natural appreciation. Now, natural appreciation is simply the fact that whatever you buy is going to increase in value. So if you buy some land, if you buy a house, if you, whatever kind of real estate you buy, on average, increases by 3 to 6% per year. Five minutes? Oh, 15. So I need to run through to this. There's also what is called forced appreciation. Now, forced appreciation is, it happens a lot in the United States. It doesn't happen a lot in the Jamaican real estate market merely because of the fact um, the, how aggressive the market is here in Jamaica. In the United States, there are even shows made about flipping. Now, this is what's called forced appreciation, which means that you can buy a house in a jurisdiction for $10 million. You can put, you know, $100,000 or whatever in it, 
and you can sell it at a, at a significant interest um, or profit on the property. Now, there are very few other investments that you can do that with. Most other investments, I know, you know, the rest of people come in later with stocks and so on, and, and they'll defend that. But if, you, if I buy some stocks, I have to wait on the performance of the stock. Now, if you buy a house today, you can flip it, you can do some renovation, and you can force increase the value, and you can make a profit on that in a very short period of time. And so that's force appreciation. The other thing which is the biggest driving force behind the real estate boom in Jamaica is passive income. Now, um, Warren Buffett has this saying that unless you learn to make, uh, unless you figure out a way to make money while you sleep, you will work for money until you die. And that's a very powerful statement. Uh, back in the day, I used to own a restaurant and I remember having this gentleman that worked for me and uh, my brother eventually migrated and I had to close down the restaurant because he was a chef. And this gentleman used to do a lot of the cleaning and so on. And when we were closing down, he was in his 70s. And one of the workers was saying to me, you know, she don't know what I'm going to do because the house that he rents, you know, she don't know I'm going to pay the rent. I was shocked at the idea that at 70 years old, this man didn't own any one piece of real estate. He's paying rent. And if you think it can happen to you, think again. Sometimes life changes so quickly that things can happen to you that you had no idea that could happen. So passive income is another good reason. Easy access to funding. Now, you remember the story I told you yesterday about the, the, the person that I know who bought the house for 20 million, the renovation. But he bought this property for 20 million on a mortgage doing the renovation now, the expected value at the end of the renovation is about a 90 to a, about $100 million. Here's a question. How much money did he spend in the investment? Not a trick question. Right, what's the potential profit if he was to sell the property now? Ballpark. Bought it for $20 million, spent $15 million, Hundred million. Where? It doesn't matter. It, so it does work. We're talking about the numbers now. No, no, no. We're, we're talking about the numbers now. So he bought this property, 20 million on a 90% mortgage. He sells for 100 million after receiving $15 million renovation. How much profit did he make? About 65 million. How much money did he spend? How much money did he spend out of pocket? 35. Anybody else? 15. How much money did he spend out of pocket? He spent $2 million. Funding. Now, you can't go to the bank. Well, well, sometimes you can, but very rarely you can go to the bank to borrow money to invest. Real estate is one, one of the few assets and investment opportunities to afford you that because the investment itself can stand as its own security. Now, a lot of persons who are buying now, what, what they're able to do is to create passive income and also to you leverage the property to pay for itself. Now, for instance, you come to Jamaica and you buy some land at Upa, you, you build you know, six apartments, your Airbnb or your long-term renting debt. You borrowed some money from the bank, 
once that property is able to pay its own mortgage, then you're making a profit and you did not out of pocket all of that money. Now, real estate affords you that. And I encourage a lot of people to do it. Something that happens a lot in the States and it is able to create wealth almost out of thin air. As I said, if you are able from your income, from whatever income you have, and, and sometimes people think, boy, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have 10 million. I don't have 5 million. Once you have a pace, pay a stub or whatever you call it. Once you have any source of income, the best thing you can use that to do is to get a mortgage. In the United States, I talk about credit. It's a big thing in the United States. Um, it's matriculating to here. But once you have any source of income that can allow you to get a mortgage, you can leverage that to create a lot of wealth. Because that passive income that you're able to make and the amount of, the amount of um, the capital gains that you can make on real estate, and especially in a marketplace like Jamaica, and especially a time like now. Uh, uh, as I said, places in Kingston are doubling normally. Real estate doubles in, in value every five to 10 years. There are places now, North Coast, in Kingston, that are doubling in value in, in two years, in one year. And so you, you have to think about doing it, and you have to think about doing it now, because most of the time, real estate cycles come and they're gone. And so while this is happening, you have to see it and you have to capitalize on it. And not only that, but some, not just the cycle, but some opportunities will never come back. Some of those opportunities are like New York. New York City is not one of the best places to have owned real estate. Because if you own real estate in New York, coming out of the 90s, you're going to make a whole heap of money. Right? Because if you bought real estate in the 90s, you're looking at buying property for sub $100,000. There's nothing in New York now for support. Even if it's, it's something that you get from auction from the government, there's nothing in New York, hardly anything less than a million dollars. So, so the real estate cycle allows you to buy when it's hot and to hold and to create that kind of wealth that most of the times you will get the opportunity to do again. My 15 minutes is running down. And so that was the point of other people um, of, of using the, the, the real estate to secure itself. The other reason is that real estate is very easy to transfer to your children or transfer to, to your family members. One of the best, a, a very wealthy family just during the COVID was sharing families in real estate and they're, they're a well-known family here in Jamaica. And one of the children was sharing um, during the, a presentation in COVID that the only reason why they still exist, and I mean, most Jamaicans, I didn't. The only reason why they still exist and why they're such a significant family in Jamaica was that pre the Great Depression, their great grandfather, I think it was, used to have it as custom, whatever, to buy a piece of real estate every year. Those days, real estate was cheap, party and penny and and so he bought a piece of real estate every year. He bought it on his birth. So every year, he doesn't matter where it is, he used to buy a piece of real estate. During the time when this great downturn and everybody was falling apart, all the family houses were crashing, that's what his grandfather, great-grandfather, used to leverage the family and preserve their wealth. And so if, if even buying real estate in areas that are not necessarily popular, no, the value of it will always go up. Like real estate in Jamaica only goes up. 
you know, Jamaica does not have a natural real estate cycle like a lot of places. Jamaican real estate has only gone up. And so, um, I have a few more points when my time has run out. So essentially, we, we can talk about some of the other things when, when we come back on the panel, but Jamaica, the, the real estate market in Jamaica now is very hot. There are a lot of opportunities that are available now that will not be available in another few years. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of time persons put off and they put off. The longer you're putting it off, sometimes the harder it gets. The properties that are now for 200,000, in another year you come back, it might be double that. I've seen persons come back to buy Richmond Estate who didn't want to buy it at $15 million, who is now buying it at 400,000 US dollars. We know those stories, right? So don't put it off. The opportunity, once you are, you are able to capitalize on it, you will never regret it. Thank you very much. So we want to, I mean, if you want to give him two more minutes. Okay. I'm going to outlet. I think it's What's that? No, you was finished on the fun. Oh, thank you. All right, so, so the final point that I want to make is a lot of persons buy real estate in Jamaica with cash. Um, the, the nature of investment is people sell cash. You understand? If I go to the bank and I borrow $5 million, essentially the bank is selling me money because I'm paying back the bank and I'm paying back a profit on that. I, I believe, and this is personal, I believe that when you're spending cash to buy real estate, it must work for you. If, if you're borrowing $25 million or 200000 US and I'm using cash, then especially new developments, and oftentimes you find that persons that are doing new development and they sell the first 25% or the first 50% of the development, to only cash purses. Essentially what they're doing is using your cash to develop the property. And what that means is that your $200,000 or $250,000 buying the land, building the building, paying the attorney, and still making a profit. One of the things that, and Jamaica is, is a part of our development and our social development, we have to start doing things together. Like, for instance, a lot of the communities in Florida were actually built by groups of Jewish people who moved down from North, moved down from New York. And because of that, that was one, building what they wanted. Two, was making sure that the community catered to them. And three, making sure that they had massive leverage on their property. So, for instance, a lot of persons in the diaspora find it easier to come to Jamaica Somebody said, boy, here's a house, $200,000, boom, you get a key. It's, it's good and it's safe, but you know that if five of you come together, you could use same, that same $500,000, $300,000, do a development where each of you own two houses for the same money. Because essentially, that cash that you paid is building the house, buying the land, paying the construction company, paying the bank, paying the realtor, paying the lawyer, and making a profit for the developer. So there's a whole heap of opportunities in the market. And no, like St. Albany will talk somewhere about that. I'm from Kingston. 
make it small. So there's one region. What is happening on the North Coast now, like Ochoria, St. Mary, is a byproduct of one, the highway, two, the, the deal with um, Adam, with now International Airport. So, so all those communities was country, Stewart Town, Bush Place, nobody don't know about that. Now all those areas only for money for the land. So you have to see, and, and especially persons who have been coming to Negril 10 years, most of your thoughts have been coming to travelers for a long time. You have to be able to see the development coming and, 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 and be able to invest in the area before it gets to where it's going. Because you're not just coming here to invest to set, why well, I'm own something at Jamaica. It would make sense that you're investing to make serious profit. And, and as I'm saying, real estate has been making a cross-section of wealth in Jamaica for the last 15, 20 years that we have never seen before. And that's one of the main reasons why the government is pushing up interest rate because the, the economy is very liquid. And that's what's been driving up the prices in Kingston because one development sell this year for 35, next development sell for 40, the next development for 45. Now a two-bedroom in Kingston is over. 50, 52 million dollars. Next door to the one that sold last year for 40 million dollars. The same exact thing. And that's because the market is so liquid. That's because real estate has been doing so well. And close on this note, a lot of people have been saying, what is the reason why Jamaican real estate is getting so expensive? And, and, and why is it costing so much? And a lot of people are complaining. And my response to that is that if you ask the wrong question, you always get the wrong answer. It's not why Jamaican real estate is getting so expensive. It's why Jamaican real estate is just getting so expensive. Because it should have been that long time ago. No, this is Jamaica. This is the home of reggae. This is the home of Usain Bolt. This is the home of Pop Marley and Jerk Chicken and, and Seven Mile of White Sand Beach and Pretty Girls and... Uh, you know what I mean? Essentially... What gives real estate value is the perceived value for an era. The only reason why an apartment in Manhattan is for $20 million, the perceived value is no diamond in it, it's Manhattan. So, so, so Jamaican real estate, I think the market is really opening to come into its own. So I think all of that development that is coming in Ocheris is coming to Negril. I think it's going to be even nicer because Negril is one of the most beautiful places in Jamaica. And especially all of that coastline, I think more than two minutes, not true. All of that coastline land, like when I get to Green Island and I'm driving up, it's one of the most beautiful views, one of the most beautiful places on earth. So it means that it has to develop because people are going to want to come here. And more and more, like our friends earlier who were talking about from New York, is that a lot of the stigma that the, the tra traditional media place on Jamaica, no persons are on social media showing the real Jamaica. One of the biggest social media influencers in Jamaica is from Ukraine. And when you listen to her child, she's like, yo, guys, stop talking this nonsense about this. This is crime and what? Jamaica's paradise. Somebody's coming from Europe and we traditional. It's almost that like we have this mind block. It's that we find the worst things to say about our country. You walk past a seven-mile beach and talk about a pothole in the middle of the road. <laughs> and, and you're like, dude, there's seven miles of white sand beach. That is the most beautiful in the world. Like, so, and, and I tell you what, and I tell you what, for, for, 
And I think it's been a disservice to the diaspora because I think there's a lot of persons in the diaspora who wanted to buy when you could get a, a lot of land for $50,000. But this constant bombarding of negativity online, especially with the traditional media, has caused... So somebody called me after we did that first video with Trump the other day. Somebody called me and he said, calling from George, and he said, Noel, I'm one of those guys you're talking about that has not been back to the country for over 30 years. He said, my country calling me. I felt that there was such a deep spiritual conversation. He said, Jamaica is calling me. I want to come home. And I said, I don't, he, I don't care about no crime. No, no. Well, you come to Jamaica and you realize the reality of what it make it seem like everybody's just on the road shooting on people. It's not true. I go to New York every year on vacation. It's my favorite place to go outside of Jamaica. And the news that I'm seeing in New York, I have not been to New York in three years. That's true. That look like people shooting out people every day on the road. What? Keeper. So a lot of people who have wanted to come back, who wanted to invest, were afraid, got bad information. And so a lot of the money that could have been made were not made. You know what I mean? But as I said, there's still opportunities to do it. And as I'm saying, especially if you're looking to spend cash, there are a lot of ways to spend it outside of just going back to Jamaica, giving somebody a trend, and get a 1,200 square feet and feel happy. I know it's a rite of passage for every Jamaican to own a piece of the run. That's true. But there are smart ways to spend your money. So do your research, talk to somebody, and if you can get a group of persons to work together, there are a lot of opportunities to make a whole lot of money. I do have a question. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So my question is, you made a very, very good point. And we've seen this happen very often, whereas the Jewish community, they come together and they make things happen. And so hypothetically speaking, I would like to know if everyone in this room right now wanted to embark on an opportunity together as a community, uh, what would you suggest in terms of a great location to look into, um, perhaps an area that provides all the resources, whether it's water or fertile land for, you know, agriculture and stuff like that. Where's an area that you would recommend us as a whole to look into? Well, we're all in the grill, so we could start there, right? Um, it's not as complicated as people make it so. And sometimes people will scare you away from things that they don't, they don't want you to look into it. You know what I mean? If I'm here making all of the money here and you're buying from me, right? Um, I don't know, this is being vetted. I can't share all my stories. But um, I'm not going to want you to come and look into it. So let's say there's 10 of you here and all of you are going to buy in a development. It's, it's a simple process. You could look, buy five acres of land somewhere, you, the planning people are just here. You call them, you say, listen, we just bought, or we're looking to buy this piece of land. What's the density? What are we allowed to do? Whatever. You then get an architect, and he would draw according to what the allocation is. You have two options. If you have enough money, you could put that cash right in there. And the cash will create more for you than what you would have bought for. So you probably do it for 60% of what you'd have bought for. Um, you could buy, just do a development to live it or for your own investment. You could 
draw development large enough that you could sell half, make a whole heap of money, and then everybody keep one unit for themselves. Because as I said, it's not like everybody's going to be down here with bags of cement on their head and, you know what I mean? There are construction companies that you can use and, and I mean, you have authority just like the person today and, and you hold these people accountable. It's, it's not complicated, you know what I mean? Um, so back to the question, Negril is, I think, is a good area. I think Negril is nice because of the fact that depending on what you want. So if you're looking to buy something or do something for a tourist, for, for you know, resort-style living, for, for Airbnb, I think this is an awesome area. And and following that anywhere along the North Coast. What are your thoughts on Portland? Because I hear Portland is, now would be the time to invest in Portland because it's building. Uh, yeah. So Portland is a different style of real estate. And I think the, the people in Portland have been working to preserve that. So Portland, the persons there, so for instance, if you notice, none of the all-inclusive resorts are in Portland. So they've been very deliberate about preserving the, the landscape, preserving, because it, it forms most of our natural rainforest from Portland coming down into St. Mary. So clearing large lots, lots of land to develop, they're, they're against a lot of that and a whole heap of traffic. But there are, there's another type of development that is coming. So a few years ago, I met this lady in New York. She is second-generation Jamaican. And she is about to sell and come back, well, well, come to Jamaica. Parents are from here. And their plan is to buy a large lot of land and to build a farming community. Because there are a lot of people who come and realize Jamaica's a really nice, fresh, like mountainside, all of that. And some persons are interested in that style of living. If you're looking to the Portland for that, I think Portland would be good for you know, vegetation, mountains near the river. But I don't know if Portland is at the place yet where, as I'm saying, if you're looking to do it to occupy or to do Airbnb, I think that would work. But if you're going to do that to try to sell similar to what's going on on the North Coast or in Kingston, I don't know if Portland is, is there yet. Nobody has tried. So you might be the tip of the spear, so to speak. You have a question? Uh -huh. I won't feel good if I don't ask a question. All right. You keep on stating cash, cash, cash. So when you're going to buy your property and land, should it be the cash way to get your title for collateral or should you do it the mortgage way to get um, the property that you want and then get an, another loan to build? Which way should you? It's it depending. It's it's it. Directly depends on how your funds, what the availability of funds for you. Um, you could, you could do either. Um, you could use a mortgage if you can to buy the land and then use your cash to build on it. Um, if you're using, a lot of the banks are not so ready to do um, cash build on land loans, as, as Scotia told you yesterday. Um, they are quicker to do development loans. So a lot of the banks are very aggressive now in giving out loans to developments because it means the, the interest rate is very high and most of the time, the loan is cleared within a year, a year and a half. But that's how quick most developments are finished. Um, so if it is that, it depends on your availability of cash. I would say if you buy the land on mortgage and use your cash to build, it will be a much easier route 
than to, you know, go the other way. But then in like, all right, say for instance, like in here, I don't know if it's worldwide, but the, if you do a mortgage, the title is not yours until you finish pay out the bonds. No? Is that the same way? Yeah. In Jamaica? And yeah, it is. I mean, you don't have the title. It's your property. It's just that there's a lien on it. But yeah, so the bank will hold the title and um, you get the title back when you, when you finish paying. One of the benefits, though, is that, let's say, for instance, I buy a, a half acre for $100,000 and I have some money saved up and I build a nice villa, uh, a nice house on it. At the end of construction, I spend $150,000. In most cases, on valuation of that property, you probably have $400,000 worth of property. Now, let's say that property ever gets in distress. It won't be as hard to liquidate that property to make, to pay off. Let's say for some reason, something happened and you can't pay off that $100,000 that you borrowed from the bank to buy the land. And now you need to liquidate. To liquidate a $400,000 property to pay off $100,000 would work much better for you. Because then now you have $300,000 different to do whatever you want. Um, so the likelihood of it just going bad debt without um, you having any recourse is it would be the opposite in, in an event that you borrowed on, on the house because you borrow more money. So there would be less, I don't know, less gain on the property. So if it was to go in bad debt, then you'd be going to bank a lot more money. You know what I mean? So then... The profit, you, you might end up losing more in, in an event that. So I think it would be, if, if, it, if it's a decision that needs to be made, it would make more sense to me to um, borrow the money to buy the land and then use your cash to build on it. Just make sure that sometimes people make the mistake that because they're building with cash, they just go ahead and just build. Get a surveyor, make sure that you're, you're, you've stepped back where you're supposed to step back from the boundary. Because if you were borrowing a loan from the bank, the bank was going to make sure that you do those things. So those things are in your best interest. Because what you don't want is after you use your cash to bill, then you bill on the line and then the house can't sell. You know what I mean? So it's still the due diligence, get your survey and start to make sure that you do the right thing. You just watched a clip from ThropX 2022. I hope you enjoyed. If you want to see more, click right here or somewhere on the screen. See you in the next one.